Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Today is, of course, one of the biggest days on the Supercoach calendar when we get the draw for the upcoming season. Uh, look, there is so much to talk about uh, on this day when we get all this, so I'm just going to go through uh, some of the top draft picks that I think will be really relevant for this season. Sort of some of the guys that uh, will be going in the first and second round. We'll have a look at those guys and their draws, etc., and have a big deep dive into all of those. We'll also touch on some of the more relevant classic guys. Most of them will overlap in the draft chat. Obviously, this year is going to be harder than any year before simply because uh, we are going to have buys. So very, very crucial which teams have buys at the back end of the season, obviously, especially that uh, round because we have a 27-round season this year. Remember, we have a, each team has three buys throughout the season as well. If you want to listen to each and every team where they have their buy, uh, go and have a listen to our podcast. It drops a little bit earlier today. This one will be a super coach specific one though. So let's start off off the very top. Uh, I've got first draft pick in my competition, as I've said to you guys on a few occasions. Uh, so I am probably thinking Nathan Cleary. Now when we go and have a look at the Penrith Panthers and their draw for 2023 in particular, the back end, it is pretty interesting and for Nathan Cleary, it has worked out reasonably well. Obviously we didn't want to buy uh, in the last few weeks. We're lucky enough that we don't. So what I'll do you got to remember in your draft comps, you'll have four weeks of finals. So you will either go round 23, 24, 25, 26, or you will go round 24, 25, 26, 27. Now, some of you will choose to have your Supercoach Grand Final the week before uh, round 27, so in round 26, so that uh, there aren't any restings or anything or, or whatever it might be, whereas some competitions like mine, we just choose to have ours in round 27. So I'll go through both possible outcomes for the Penrith Panthers. It should be noticed uh, that all of their buys, so the Panthers use all of their buys, they have all their buys before round 19. Their last 
fast buys round 19, which is an interesting one for Nathan Cleary. So that buy, that will be on around the weekend of like the 8th of July or something like that. State of origin, uh, it's actually on the 12th of July. So that buy, it's not really going to help Nathan Cleary with his recovery from state of origin. So whilst it's good that Cleary doesn't have a buy in the last four weeks, it is interesting because it's round 19 and we've still got eight weeks to go in the comp, I still think there's a really good chance that he will get rested towards the back end of the season. But if your grand final starts in round 23, which means it finishes in round 26, Nathan Cleary, he plays the Melbourne Storm at Bluebet Stadium in round one. He plays the Manly Seagulls in round two of the finals uh, over at Four Pines Park. Then he plays the Gold Coast Titans up there on the Gold Coast. And then he finishes at home in a grand final replay against the Parramatta Eels. If your grand final is round 27 like mine is, the grand final there will be the North Queensland Cowboys, but it's at Bluebet. So his last two games, if you play a round 27 grand final, will be the Parramatta Eels and the Cowboys. Realistically, not an ideal draw, uh, but they are both at home. So that fills me with a little bit of confidence that hopefully he will play in that game. Potentially... Might be rested the week before against the Titans. Uh, But, you know, we've seen with Nathan Cleary over the last few years that Ivan Cleary knows that he can rest him essentially whenever he wants and he will come in and do a job straight away. So that's your biggest worry if you are drafting Nathan Cleary, which I'm pretty sure I will be, um, that in the last two weeks he could be rested. On the bright side, though, hopefully losing Api Curacao, losing Viliami Kikau, hopefully it'll bring them back to the pack a little bit. And fingers crossed they won't be outright minor premiers, won't have that all locked up. They'll still be playing for a home final or a top four spot. If so, games against the Parramatta Eels and the North Queensland Cowboys could be pretty important. So it just depends how the season plays out. If they were playing the Cowboys in North Queensland in the last week, I'd be a little bit more worried about him having to go up to North Queensland and play up there like they did this year. Them playing at home with a chance to lock up the minor premiership, lock up a top four berth. I give Nathan Cleary a chance to play in that game, but it'll all have to see how the season plays out. So for Nathan Cleary, I think this draw has worked out really well. He'll have a buy in round 19, in round 13, and in round three as well. So he'll have an early season buy there. So as far as Nathan Cleary goes, I think this is a little win for him as far as this draw goes. All right, probably the most common number two pick will be Tommy Travojevic. He has a buy in round two. He also has a buy in round 14. And then his last buy is round 19, which is a couple of days before State of Origin number three, which he will be featuring in. Personally, I don't see the Manly Seagulls as a side that will have a top four spot or anything locked up. So I think he's more than likely to play in round 27 or whatever. But you have a look. If your if your finals for Supercoach starts in round 23, his draw is Roosters in week one um, at the SC. CG, then the Panthers in week two at Brookie, then the Warriors, and then the Bulldogs. So if your grand final is in round 26, the last two weeks you get the Warriors and the Bulldogs, both away games to be fair, so not ideal, but it's your first two that have worried me a little bit, the Panthers into the Roosters. If you win the first week, though, you don't have to worry about the Panthers, uh, but two pretty tough matchups there for Tom Travoy, which if you can get through those, though, you got the Warriors and the Bulldogs, which isn't too bad. If your grand final 
is in round 27. Uh, that's a pretty nice matchup. It's a Friday night, 6 p.m. game, so it's early in the week for a VC. It's at Brookvale, and it's against the West Tigers. So Tommy Chiroyevich, he becomes very, very interesting for me as far as Supercoach goes, especially in draft. Uh, if you were to put the argument forward to me that Turbo is a better pick than Nathan Cleary because of the draw and whatnot and because of availability at the back end of the season, I can understand it. This is without knowing the sort of team the Tigers are going to be. To be fair, they've made a lot of changes and whatnot not, will they still be a dysfunctional basket case? Potentially, but they might be able to turn it around as well. So interesting with Tommy Turbo. Uh, he has that buy in round 19. I don't think he's going to be a guy that Manly can afford to rest in the back end of the season. I'll probably have to do a bit more of a deep dive into Anthony Seabold and how he went with South Sydney as far as restings and everything goes. Maybe some Bunnies fans can tip me off on that. But as it stands right now, I think Turbo, I think he's come out of this draw really, really well. I like his matchups for the back end of the season, especially if you've got a round 27 grand final. Uh, that means you take on the Panthers at um, Brookvale Oval in the first week, and then you go Warriors, Bulldogs, Tigers. Three teams that by this point their seasons could be over. Granted, two away games to New Zealand and going out to a core stadium, uh, but then you get the home game at Brookvale Oval to finish the season against the West Tigers. That's pretty nice there. So Turbo, he's a big winner out of this draw, in my opinion. Now let's have a look at the Roosters. We've got a couple of chooks that will be relevant in round one. Obviously, James Tedesco, he will go very, very high. Joey Manu, he'll be right up there as a little bit of a wild card. So when you have a look at the Roosters... Their first buy is in round four. Their next buy is in round 13. And then their next buy after that is round 19. Same as the Manly Seagulls and the Penrith Panthers. You have a look at their last four weeks. It is interesting. Uh, round 23, they play the Manly Seagulls at the SCG. Round 24, they play the Dolphins at home. Uh, round 25, they play Parramatta at Combank. And then round 26 at Allianz Stadium, they play the West Tigers. So... If you're a James Tedesco owner or you're going to draft draft James Tedesco and your grand final is round 23 to 26, I really like your matchups, to be honest with you. Outside of uh, that Parramatta game at Combank, which isn't ideal, uh, the other games are pretty nice for you. Same with Joey Manu as well. Uh, I can really see a world where potentially James Tedesco could be rested at the back end of the season because he does play Origin and whatnot. You might even get a Manu game at fullback at the back end, which would be sensational. If your grand final is round 20, 27. You got the Roosters and the Bunnies. Ideal, not an ideal matchup. It is going to be a close game. That one, obviously, two very fierce clubs, huge rivalry. But because of that rivalry, that sort of says to me that James Tedesco and Joey Manu, they are more than likely to play. Um, that, of course is a massive, massive advantage to know going into the season that my first draft pick, barring injury, barring suspension, he will be playing in the last game. I can't see a world where the Roosters would rest players against the South Sydney Ravidos. The rivalry is simply too good. It's also on the Friday night, so it's reasonably early in the week as far as a VC or whatever goes. So I like that one. It's a tough matchup, but I think I'd rather know that my guy is playing, to be honest with you. If they're playing someone else, there might be a resting in order. We know the Roosters bunnies, they're two pretty close sides. They'll probably be closer each other on the ladder, they might be fighting out for a top four or a home final as well. So good chance. There is plenty on the line there. So Teddy and Manu, I think they've done pretty well out of this as well. Now, Nico Hines, he was the man that really jumped out of the ground last year as far as super coach goes. Had a fantastic season. Goal kicking just gets points from fucking nowhere. He's incredible, Nico Hines. We'll go through his season now. So his first buy is in round six. His second buy is in round 13. And then his last buy is in round 
17. So whether he's playing Origin or not remains to be seen, but he doesn't have a bye during the NRL finals, which is great. We absolutely love that. If your finals start round 23, you'll take on the South Sydney Rabbitohs in Perth. Uh, a bit of an interesting one there. The week after that, though, you come back to points bet. You play the Gold Coast Titans, 6 p.m. Friday. The week after that, the Cowboys uh, up there at Townsville. And then on grand final week, round 26, if that's when your grand final is, you'll go up to McDonald Jones Stadium, take on the Newcastle Knights. So... A bit of a mixed bag for the Cronulla Sharks. Two really good matchups. The Titans and the Newcastle Knights, as it stands right now. Uh, two harder matchups. Probably going to Perth to take on the South Sydney Rabbitohs in round 23 and the Cowboys in round 25. If your grand final is in round 27, a really interesting one. You play the Canberra Raiders um, at Points Bet Stadium in the last round Sunday afternoon. So not a fantastic matchup. Obviously, the Canberra Raiders, a bit hard to get a read on, but not a terrible defensive side when they are on, but they are also well known for completely shitting the bed. The Raiders, I would probably, I'd probably say that I think come the last week, and I think they're going to be locked into a top four. I'm not overly confident they're going to be locked into a top eight either, so they might be playing for their season or for a home game or for a finals berth or whatever it might be. So not an ideal matchup, especially being the last game of the week as well. You can't VC, you've just got a straight C on Nico Hines there. So I don't think Nico Hines is a loser out of this, uh, but there are a couple of tough matchups there. Um, but in saying that, if you if you start your finals in round 24 and finish in round 27, uh, you play the Titans a week one, I would back Nico Hines to have a big score there at home over the Gold Coast Titans. So hopefully you win that week, and then the next week won't matter, the Cowboys versus the Sharks in North Queensland. And then you get Newcastle into the Canberra Raiders at home. So if Nico Hines is playing all, they ga- all those games, I don't mind his draw. So I think Hines has come out of this looking pretty well. All right, let's go and have a look at the Melbourne Storm because there are a couple of guys to talk about here. Obviously, Ryan Pappenhausen and Cameron Munster, Harry Grant, probably the big ones. Jerome Hughes as well is worth a conversation. So when you have a look at the Melbourne Storm for 2023, their first buy is in round nine. Their next buy is in round 13. And then the next buy after that is round 19. They play every game from round 19 onwards. If you're if your uh, finals of Supercoach start in round 23, you'll have the Penrith Panthers 8pm on Friday night. Pretty tough. Round 24, you'll have the Canberra Raiders down there at Amy Park. Then you'll have the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Then you'll finish with the Gold Coast Titans. So if your Melbourne Storm, if, you, if you're looking to draft a Melbourne Storm player and your grand final is in round 26... I don't mind your matchups. If you can just somehow get through that first game against the Penrith Panthers at Blue Bet, uh, your semi-final and your grand final is against the Dragons and then against the Gold Coast Titans. The, the Gold Coast Titans game is at Amy Park, Saturday, 3 p.m. I can see those three guys going huge. Ryan Pappenhausen, he could kick eight or nine goals in that game. So if you've got a round 26 grand final, I really like Ryan Pappenhausen and some of those Melbourne Storm boys. Round 27. If your grand final is round 27, the Melbourne Storm will take on the Brisbane Broncos on Thursday night uh, at Suncorp Stadium. It's a bit hard to get a read on what the Broncos are going to look like at the moment, uh, but I really like having your captain on the Thursday night. You can VC them. If it's Pappy, Munster, Grant, Hughes, whoever it might be, I'd definitely be VCing them. I think the Melbourne Storm will be favourites in that game up there at Suncorp, so I don't mind that. The potential of resting, there's no doubt about it. They could rest, guys, if they are absolutely flying on the last 
Colorado. But I just think with the Panthers and the Roosters looking like they'll be good sides, someone else will jump out of the ground as well. I'm not convinced that the Melbourne Storm are going to be runaway sort of a, a, a runaway sort of team in this top four. So I still think they'll be in contention for a home final that week. So the Melbourne Storm boys. I don't mind them. If your grand final is in round 26, I love them. If your grand final is in round 27, I also like that. The big advantage of having it Thursday night so you can chuck a VC in a draft competition. Really, really like that. All right, let's have a look at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Now, this is where it's going to get interesting. Now, the Bunnies, unfortunately, uh, they have a buy in the last few weeks. So I'll take you through their buys. Their first buy isn't until... Round 16, their next buy is in round 20, and then their next buy after that is round 26. So uh, round 26, if your grand final is round 26, obviously that's a huge kick in the dick, and that drops down a lot of the South Sydney boys. Even if your grand final is not round 26, if it's round 27 and Latrell's your first pick, tough to get through a prelim final without him. For me, that drops him down a couple of spots on draft day. If you were tossing up, you know, Pappy or Latrell or Latrell and Manu, or I'm not sure how, however you're thinking, you need to now take into consideration that you know 100% without a doubt, Latrell Mitchell, he will not be there either for your prelim, your, your semi-final or your grand final. You need to take that into consideration. But if your, great, if your final start round 23, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, they play the Sharkies, then they play the Dragons, then they play the Knights, then they have a bye. Uh, to be honest with you, if you're trying to win a competition, a Supercoach DriveCom, Latrell Mitchell, I, I don't think you can take him. I think you should be looking elsewhere. I'd let someone else take him. You know he's not going to be there on Grand Final Day. Very, very tough to win on Grand Final Day if you do not have your guy. So I would probably leave him, to be honest with you. The week after that, coming off a rest, South Sydney will play the Roosters. That'll be the start of their finals, essentially. That will be at home as well. That will be their first game at home in about seven weeks. So Latrell Mitchell, I wouldn't take him if your Grand Final's in round 26, I would leave him and go elsewhere. If it's in round 27 and you can find a way to get through the week before, I don't mind it, to be honest with you. I think the Rabbitohs will really be up for that one against the Chooks coming off a bye. You, I, I just I like that matchup for South Sydney, but Round 26, you don't have him. So plenty to think about. The same goes for Cody Walker, Damian Cook, Cam Murray, all these guys. You need to really strongly consider where they're having their buy and how much that will impact your chances of winning a premiership. If it's grand final week, for me, they're a void. Especially your first draft pick. I need your first draft pick. If maybe they're second and third, I can understand it. Uh, but I think you need, if you're going to pick Latrell Mitchell and build your season around him, I think you need him there for your grand final. And the gate the week before that it's going to be tough to win without him so something to consider now the last team we're going to touch on here quickly is the Parramatta Eels. Now, we've obviously got like Moses and Gutho and Madison, Dylan Brown, these sort of guys who they're probably not top tier tier one picks, but I think some of them will go in late round one and some of them will go in late round two as well, or they would have before this. Now, their buys, they have a buy in, where's their first one? Just getting it up now. Sorry, guys. Their first buy is round 14. Their next one is round 18. Then their next buy is round 27. Now, for me, I'm not huge on this Parramatta Eels draw. If your grand final is round 23 to round 26, the buy will not affect you. So that's fantastic. But they play the Dragons at home, which is a good matchup. They then play the Brisbane Broncos at the Gabba at Brisbane. So a bit of a wild card game there. 
Then the next two weeks, which are going to be the most important two weeks of your season, they play the Sydney Roosters, and then grand final week, they will play the Panthers at Blue Bet. So it probably couldn't get worse than that. You can be pretty confident that their full squad will play in those games because they have the bye in the last week. But those matchups are a bit of a nightmare. I know that the Parramatta Eels are a fantastic super coach side, but we all we also know that against the top tier sides, uh, they aren't the same footy team. Yeah, so especially the back end of the season like this. Oh, sorry, I should say they aren't the same super coach team. Yeah, they're not going to stack mountains and mountains of points. I think they're a good NRL team to be able to compete with these sides. But knowing they've got the bye the week after and everything, I don't know. I do not like that matchup of Blue Bet Stadium, uh, the Parramatta Eels going out there. So something to consider with those guys. Could they beat them that week? 100% they could. Are they going to score 30 and, and score a heap of super coach points? Personally, I doubt it, which at the end of the day, that is what matters. Now, I'm just having a look at our draft from last year. Just going through and having a look at guys I haven't spoken about yet. David Fafita is one that we haven't touched on yet, and he's a guy that... You potentially, depending on where you're drafting, if you're sort of, I think he will go in round one in most competitions just off potential. I think you'll, uh, sorry, round one in deep competitions. If not, he'll probably go late. We'll have a look at his last four weeks when it will matter. Uh, round 23, he plays the Warriors at home. Round 24, he's got the Sharkies. Round 25, he plays the Panthers. And round 26 against the Melbourne Storm. So if your grand final is round 26, it means that you're going to have Fafita versus Penrith and the Melbourne Storm in the games that matter. So once again, I would never draft for feeder anyway. I don't trust him enough, but I'd 100% be dropping him down based on that. If your grand final is round 27, um, you play the Bulldogs who, I don't know, it's a bit hard to get a read on the Canterbury Bulldogs at the moment. It's 2 p.m. Sunday, so your entire Supercoach season will come down to relying on him. But... That's if you manage to win the two weeks before that against the Panthers and the Melbourne Storm, which I, I don't trust Fafita to have big games against those clubs. I think they will shut him down, and there's the Sharkies the week before. So you're looking at you know, three of what the top five best defensive teams in the competition leading into the grand final. Uh, I've always got the red Sharpie through David Fafita, but this year in particular, I think if you draft him, you're absolutely fucking mad with that draw. I just can't do it. Uh, when I have a look at our... Drafts from last year as well, guys, where they went. I think KP, he's going to drop down too fast. I don't think he's really of interest. We've spoken about the Manly Seagulls with DCE and Ruben Garrick. Angus Crichton, we've spoken about him. Uh, who else have we got? Which team haven't we spoken about from this list? Um, Isaiah Papali, he's going to be an interesting one as well. He's obviously moving to the West Tigers, who I know it just it, it remains to be seen how well they're going to go next year. I don't know if I could pick him that early. I can understand if you got him in round two, late round two, go on Isaiah Papali. But let's have a look at their draw for the last four weeks. Uh, he goes. That's not bad to be honest with you. Round twenty four, he plays the Tigers. Round twenty, uh, sorry, round twenty four, he's going to play the Warriors. Round twenty five, he's going to play the Dolphins. Round twenty six, he plays the Roosters. Twenty seven, Manly. So it starts off well. Uh, then it becomes pretty tough. The Tigers have to go to Allianz to play the Chooks, and then to Brookvale Oval to play the Manly Seagulls. So IPAP don't love the draw, but hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. 
He is a forward, so he will base that out a heap. I've said it a few times. I think he will drop down a little bit on charts because of him going to the West Tigers. But if you are someone like me or someone at the top of your Supercoach comp and you get like a Cleary or a Turbo, I think IPAP would be a decent little get next to him. I just think that he will base that out enough to be relevant. Uh, Payne Haas is another one. Uh, I'm not sure how high he will go realistically. Uh, you can probably have a look at that draw yourself. I'm just having a look at any other guys that could really jump out of the park here as far as first draft picks. I don't think anyone else is really uh, jumping out at me. You've obviously got Joey Marno. I think he he was taking pick 34 last year in our comp. I think he'll really drop up. Uh, jump up, sorry. What about these Canterbury Bulldogs? Now, they have got a pretty good team coming into this season. How well are they going to go? We don't know just yet, but I think Matty Burton as a goal kicker and everything, I think he'll be reasonably high up draft boards. He might be a gamble in round two, potentially a really late round one. I wouldn't like to do it myself, and I'm glad I'm not in this position. But if we have a look at their last four weeks of their season, uh, they have a buy in round 23. So if your final start in round 23, you need to seriously take that into consideration that you're not going to have him in the first week. So if you finish top four and you're trying to get the week off, you're going to be out without your main guy. But if your final start round 24 onwards, you will take on the Newcastle Knights, the Canberra Raiders, the Manly Seagulls, and finish with the Gold Coast Titans. So, Matty Burden, I don't mind him as a round two guy in my competition uh, because my buy because my grand final is going to be round 27. That'll be the Gold Coast Titans 2 p.m. Sunday on the Gold Coast. Uh, the other games I really don't mind. The first week plays the Newcastle Knights up there in a day game. Four day games in a row for Canterbury. Hopefully they have turned a corner uh, and they can be a slightly better side. So I think those boys are interesting. Your Kickouts, your Burtons, these sort of guys. Um, they could have a few wins there at the back end of the season. So I don't mind their draw. Uh, guys, we will have so much more Supercoach analysis as the season gets closer. I just thought I'd give you guys my live reaction to all the best Supercoach players and how this draw is shaped up for them. For me... I think a big winner, Tommy Turbo. I think that Hines has come out of this looking pretty well. Teddy Amanu, I like that they're going to be playing in the last week against South Sydney. Big losers, though. I think Parramatta, obviously not playing in the grand final. If it is round 27 for you guys, a big L there. Uh, you've also got them playing Penrith in round 26. So regardless of when your grand final is, it's going to be fucking tough. If it's round 27, it's a huge kick in the dick. If it's round 26, it's pretty much the worst possible outcome. Penrith at Penrith. South Sydney, obviously missing in the prelim final. If your grand final's round 27, uh, that one's going to be tough as well. Or they're potentially missing in the grand final. So for me, I'd be putting the red Sharpie through those guys unless you can get unbelievable value on them. And the other guys you've got in your squad are, uh, are good enough to be able to cover not having them, which I think is going to be too hard for a round one pick, potentially a round two pick. Parramatta and the South Sydney Rabbitohs, the big losers coming out of this. We'll just get you as well. We'll get you the final uh, final say on who has the buys in those last few weeks. So just bear with me. So if your grand final is in round, sorry, if your final start in round 23, the team with the buy that week is the Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, round 24, if your final start that week, the team with the buy is the Cowboys. So they're interesting. Obviously, Taumalolo, Drinkwater, these sort of guys. Round 25, which will be your prelim final if you're having a grand final in round 26. The Broncos have the buy. And then as we know, round 26, which will be your grand final 
if you're having your grand final in round 26, will be the South Sydney Rabbitohs. And then if your grand final is in round 27, we've already spoken about it. The biggest losers out of this draw as far as Supercoach finals goes for me is the Parramatta Eels. Very tough. Plenty more content coming Supercoach-wise over the next few months, guys. It is going to be a sensational preseason with so much to talk on, so much strategy to talk about surrounding buys and whatnot. It's going to be fucking unreal. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.